Welcome to the University of Adversity, where the only rules of the class is to hold your head up high and keep moving forward. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And now, here's your host, Lance Ecos. This episode is brought to you by Mike Young, the Makeover Master. If you feel your business image might be costing you money, influence, power, and respect, then head over to makeovermaster.com to discover what their complete brand makeover experience is all about. Go check it out right now because everyone deserves to look their best. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of University of Adversity. I'm your host, Lance Isios. Super pumped up for our guest today. He's got so much going on and he's just growing like crazy. He's a full-time entrepreneur, a hustler, a world traveler. Uh, he's a dancer and a connector. He actually went fourth round in that awesome show, So You Think You Could Dance. Most people have seen that. It's an amazing show. Super talented guy. He's the founder and CEO of Assistagram, where he specializes in creating Instagram campaigns to reach millions. His life philosophy is to encourage, to, to encourage people to reach their potential through arts and social media. Zach continues to become the best version of himself and helping others do the same. But it wasn't always that easy for him. He's had a big journey in his life, and I just can't wait to share that with everybody and give you that inspiration that we all crave. So, Zach Benson, welcome to the show, man. Yes, thanks for having me, man. I'm super excited. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. So, um, you know, we met probably about, what, six, seven months ago. Um, we were connected through Balage. Um, mutual friends. He's my mentor and he introduced me to you. Now you're super successful and on your way, but fill in the gaps there of what I, what we did when that intro there, tell us, you know, where, where you grew up and how you kind of became to where you are now. Yeah. So I was actually born in South Korea and then adopted by my parents in the States. So I grew up in this place called Iowa, which is like, I was like the only Asian in, in, in town, right? So growing up for me was hard because one, I looked different and two, I spoke different. Like I couldn't, I had a speech impediment and couldn't say the letter R until I was in my 20s. So yeah, man, um, childhood wasn't that fun. I didn't have a lot of friends. I got bad grades. I had a 1.6 GPA average in middle school. My parents thought I was going to be a, become a juvenile delinquent because I was always getting in fights and sent to the principal's office. So life didn't look uh, that good for me, man, um, until I, I found dance. But yeah, growing up was hard, bro. <laughs> yeah, so I've never been to Iowa, um, but I'm guessing it's, yeah, you must have just felt different your entire growing up how did you adapt to that did you through sports or through obviously through dance right how, what what made you kind of connect with dance well and um growing up like i played a lot of sports i was very physically gifted and so i was always winning awards and presidential fitness uh tests and everything and i played soccer and it was weird man it's just like after the soccer games like people would call me like weird names like you know, Chinese boy and Shank and all these like Asian, like weird names that people came up with. And uh, yeah, I've heard a lot, you know, just not to not be able to, to fit in. Um, and so I spent most of my, uh, my childhood, like elementary, middle school, high school, just kind of feeling like an outsider, um, not really like getting along with people until I found 
dance and you know dance dance to me was just basically a platform where I could express myself through my actions and movements and and not words and it gave me the confidence that I needed to start um, talking to people and, and making friends so once I found dance my attitude started to change which then created a different life for me and life started to become better so how old were you when you were when you were adopted and you were went to Iowa oh man I was only like three months old so I was just a baby okay. right so <laughs> all right yeah. okay so you you kind of you were adopted and then you were just you grew up in Iowa so um now from there you, you you started to get into dance you started to find your thing and that's usually what happens with kids is like they go to sports and they kind of develop a confidence like how did that tell us about your journey with dance and the people you met along the way that sort of shaped where you ended up yeah so funny thing is like one of my best friends from elementary school like he's still a great friend today he he basically gifted me this dvd it was like how to break dance by Mike Garcia, I think his name was. Uh, I don't know, something cheesy like that. But I watched it and I fell in love with it, man. And uh, I just started practicing and, and working and working and working. And, you know, met others who, who did it, um, started traveling with it, winning competitions, was on the TV show and all that. But, you know, flashback to, like, when I first started, like, um, it's really just, like, me, like, and in, in my high school friends and uh, – and some random people that I just met on the street, you know, it's like, you wouldn't think like in Iowa, you could find other like fellow b-boys and break dancers, but these older guys that were like in their thirties, like some old G's, like pretty much taught me and uh, taught me a lot of my foundational moves. Um, and then I just kept, uh, I kept creating and, um, you know, creating my own sets and moves and my different footwork patterns and my unique signatures. And, uh, then yeah, created my own style. But yeah, in the beginning, dance was just uh, something that that I used to like build up my confidence and express. Simple as that. Was it was it tough in school dancing? Like, was there was there anybody that was like, "Oh, you're a dancer," or you did you completely own it, or was it a little bit tough with that? You know, because people in high school, it's fucking hard sometimes, man. Like I remember, like people are just. It, it is what it is, right? We grow up, we go through that shit and it's like, kids can be cruel. So, I mean, what kind of stuff did, were people saying when you were doing that? So, it's, I was pretty lucky because I, I fell in love with breakdance. So, it's a little bit more, you know, street style, like doing flips and crazy spins and all of that, like on the concrete. So, um, people thought that it was kind of like, some people thought it was like, oh, you know, that like dance is gay, you know, dance for girls or whatever. But then once they saw me do it, they're like, oh, shoot, that's pretty badass. You know what I'm saying? And so really for me, it was just like, I, I became the best dancer in the school, right? And so when everybody else is just, uh, you know, at that age, afraid to dance and, and, you know, everybody's like at the school dances, like sitting against the wall and stuff, I was out there like busting out some moves and, I mean, everyone loved it, so I became, I became a lot more popular, and uh, I, I, I found it was something that I um, that helped me stand out from everyone else. Yeah, that's sick. Like that would have been cool, actually, because you got like obviously hip hop music in the background, and you could dance and do all this stuff. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, for sure. In high school, if you could do that, like I remember there'd be some people that could do that and, and they would do it in front of everybody. And there'd like be a big crowd and they'd be in the middle dancing. You're like, man, that's sick. How do you do that? So like, yeah, man, I can definitely, I can definitely picture you just rocking it out there. So like after that, you know, you, you started to develop that confidence and you obviously were raised well, man. You're a very nice guy. You communicate very well. You know, how did that, how did that sort of style of um, dance take you to getting into, you think you can dance? Did that come really fast or did you, did that come with like, you know, different trial and errors? Yeah. Yeah. My dance journey has definitely been a long one, man. Um, at times, you know, I was like you said, like I said, like, you know, winning battles and in college and traveling to big competitions, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I was good, but I wasn't like a crazy superstar at that age. And so to me, I just always put myself in situations that were really, I I would consider like high risk situations where I'd be um, like competing and battling against the best, like the legendaries and the greats. And the reason I put myself in those situations was because I wanted to learn from them. I wanted to show them what I got. I wanted to ask them for feedback and, so that I can improve, right? And so I travel to these big places like Chicago and I try out for these big competitions like So You Think You Can Dance. Um, just to simply put myself out there, fail. Because I saw all these guys that like made it on the TV show, they tried out again and again and again and each season they made it a little bit further. And I was like, okay, well that must be the recipe for success. Right, because some of these guys they tried out maybe four or five, six times, and then they're on the show. So I was like, okay, that's just something I got to do, right? So um, I just learned that it's all about persistence and and never giving up, and and you know practicing like crazy, developing yourself, doing other dance styles, like making yourself more well-rounded, creating unique moves that help you stand out from the tens of thousands that audition. And uh, you know, after the like each season I tried out, I did advance you know, and it was, it was amazing. So that was my strategy. That's awesome, man. So you must've learned a lot of lessons through that because any sort of competition in sports like that, you fail so many times before you see any sort of success, you know, even anybody that makes it pro or anything, you fail over and over and over again. And people only see the success. And it's like that in business too, right? A lot of people only see like the success. They don't see like all the times, like all the time you put in to practice and you know what you had to do to get there so what what i'm curious about is how you did went this, how you went from that to like what you're doing now man like it's it's like it's incredible like you're able to travel you're able to like do so many amazing things on social media how did you have that that connection like what took you from kind of dancing to this like social media like you know superstar yeah, good question, man. I mean, you know, it's all it was always a dream of mine to like um to be like, okay, man, I wish like somebody would fly me out for like a dance workshop. And then, you know, I kept working and working and working and then, you know, 10 years later it happened, right? And I flew all over the world. I taught dance clinics everywhere I go, like making a full-time income, right? Which is really hard for artists. And I was like, okay, well, since I did that with dance, I've been there, done that, you know, made a six figure income and with dancing, I can do the same thing with Instagram, right? And so 
Um, the same friend that got me into dancing, he was he got me into Instagram, and uh, he basically said, "Hey, you know, that's this account like we're growing people's accounts by basically doing promotional ads on our big pages, which then gets these clients of ours followers." And so I made money doing that, you know, kind of as a side hustle thing. And then I was like, okay, well, I met other people who were doing it. I met other travel influencers who were traveling for free, getting sponsored flights, getting everything in life for free and monetizing it. And I wrote them an email and I'm like, it was a friend of a friend. She was like, okay, you should talk to my friend because she's doing it. Like she's killing it. And so I sent an email and what did I say? I messed it up. I was like, hey, I'm Zach. I'm so-and-so's friend can you teach me how you do what you do <laughs> you know and I, I, yeah totally wrong mindset like no that's bad never do something like that guys um and i had to figure out figure it out by myself and you know in short it took me about three years so about two and a half years ago actually guys um i've only been doing this like on a huge level for that long and then the past two and a half years, I've gotten now over 365 nights for free. So a year, I've gotten a year of travel for free. Now this is next level travel hacking. It's like five-star hotels. It's like sponsored flights and plane tickets, everything. So yeah, man, definitely doing it on a bigger level now, but it, like everything in life, you know, it took me a long time to get here. Yeah, and just for anybody listening, like Zach isn't talking about like small time stuff here. Like the guy travels around the world, staying in the nicest fucking hotels and getting it paid for free. Like he does some amazing stuff, but like he works hard, but this guy is on like a huge, huge level here. And his, his business is like a sistogram. So talk about, so, okay, just to make it easy for people to clear, understand. So you travel the world for free through Instagram. Now, how does that relate to a Sistagram, your, your company that you grow people's accounts? Like maybe just distinguish the two so that people don't get confused and understand like how much you're killing it in two separate things here. Yeah. So I, I, I really want to show you guys around here, but um, like I have, I'm sitting in, in the massage room of my own three bedroom villa, right? So we just, <laughs> I, I got my own massage tables here. And, uh, you know, I do want to walk around and, and show you something. Maybe you can see, like, the pool and everything. Um, but, yeah, this Wi-Fi signal is really good here, so I don't want to move. <laughs> but I'm in the middle of the jungle, guys. I'm in Bali. But what I've been doing the past two years is essentially just building up my travel luxury brand. So my favorite thing in life is, is teaching and coaching, and it's my passion, right? So I I basically get sponsored and invited out to these um, luxury hotels to experience their experiences and get paid for it. Um, and so that's why, like, you know, you see me on Facebook or Instagram only posting about travel pictures and beautiful destinations because the world's beautiful and I want people to explore it. I want people to learn about um, different cultures. I want to see how, have these people, like, see how these other local people like live and arrange their lives like that's culture and that's what life's about it's about people and learning from others um so i'm doing that and uh basically trying to be the next gordon ramsay like the hell's kitchen kitchen nightmare hotel hell guy with all of his tv shows but i'm not like a jerk but i don't cuss people out and stuff but 
I, I'm really passionate about making people better and companies and hotels experiences better. And on the flip side, um, my, my company, Assistagram, is a media agency. And we started out just doing Instagram growth. But now we're working with some really big, um, we're pretty much the marketers for the marketers. So what that means is that we're growing famous internet celebrities, like everyone from, we've worked with Gary Vee on his uh, K-Swiss campaign, like me and my partners, to Russell Brunson, the ClickFunnels CEO, a uh, half a billion dollar company, you know, working with uh, The Rock's fashion designer and all these different people. And so it's crazy, it's crazy, but they all relate, they all, they're, they're both of my business are connected because it's about relationships. And so I do good work with these high level people's people and these people talk and say good things and they introduce me to the legends in the game. And that's how we're killing it and, and doing a lot bigger things now. Wow. So like you're working with the big players, like, <laughs> like the big players making a lot of money and just dominating the online marketing space and celebrity space. That's amazing. And, and you know what, man, what I, I love is you always have time, you know, for, for people like, like this coming on the show, you know, when we met, I was kind of brand new and all this stuff and you helped me, you know, figure out a vision and where to go. And you're truly, you know, a man of service and you, you, you offer that to people no matter what level that you're working at. And that's why I think a lot of people find working with you attractive is because you're, you're very easy to re relate to. So for me, working with you has been, been great. Now, aside, so explain, if you can, Assistagram as like a machine, like how it, how it works and how, because I know like working with you, my Instagram blew up like crazy, right? Uh, it's in a short period of time. And a lot of people have the misconception that Instagram is about buying followers and all this nonsense which does happen you get a lot of spammy stuff like how is this different and how can somebody who's really stepping up to the plate to become like the next level influencer or marketer how can they benefit from this as being like a real service and growing their followers you know in a, in a compelling way that actually serves them yeah like guys the number one thing that you can do for yourself and your business and to get your products, your ideas, your story out, out to the world is by building your personal brand on Instagram, right? Over a billion users, like over 60% of brands and advertisers on this platform. It's the fastest, most engaging platform in the world. So if you're not on it, you got to get on so that you guys don't get left behind. But, um, you know, why is Instagram is different is because, we have real people managing these accounts, grinding on them seven days a week, you know, doing everything from engagement groups to hashtag research, the SEO to different things that you need to grow. Um, and, you know, for basic packages, basically we use an automation tool that my friends from, from um, some Silicon Valley companies created. And I have software engineers, a team of software engineers who are expert coders managing and, and, tweaking and you um, make basically making manual adjustments on this tool every single day so that we can get our clients uh, a high amount of followers. Right. So we guarantee five to 8,000 followers a month and we can target those by 
language and country and let's say you only want people like that are English speakers or in New York or US like we can do that um, with the follow and follow strategy method and so you guys probably have heard of that where you like and comment and follow on uh, follow other people's followers and try to get them to follow your account um, so I would call it kind of like semi-organic right but our higher level packages which we've just uh, created and they have come out with like just in the past year like it's really high level stuff that where we're growing like all these famous celebrities is all done through influencer shout outs and influencer marketing campaigns partnering with the right celebrities in your niche that have the same interests as you the people that you look up to and, and, and admire and we reach out to them we tell them your story we share it and if it resonates they're going to post about you and create a buzz to their fans and followers which then in return gains you thousands of followers so that's how we're doing it now on a really high level without follow and follow seems to be working well and getting people a ton of sales and stuff so um i think that's why we're different is because we 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 put more human touch into it versus everybody else is trying to just automate it and use a robot and i just yeah we don't talk to robots yeah the amount of messages i get about growing i get i get somebody message me that has 200 followers asking me if i want real growth in my instagram like it's like it's pretty it's pretty hilarious right like i mean everybody's trying to there's so many people trying to do what they do but it's just non-legit and you can tell right away right like it's just it doesn't feel right it doesn't like it's i don't know <laughs> i mean anybody listening knows that on instagram there's always somebody trying to do that but how how, let, let's let's just talk about Instagram for a second because obviously there's a lot of value in Facebook advertising and all that and that was kind of where a lot of the stuff you know a lot of people start now just just kind of tell us how important so somebody that's sitting on the fence of not going in Instagram that they're just focusing on Facebook or whatever how important is it for entrepreneurs now starting out or or you know, testing the waters to get into Instagram like now. Yeah. So this tension shift from Facebook to Instagram is moving faster than ever before. Like it, it, it costs a crazy amount to get a lead on Facebook, you know? Um, and so like basically guys, just the organic reach and impressions on Instagram is so much higher. It's like, it's crazy. So think of, Think of it like this. You can generate tons of, tons of leads, sales, and followers through the Instagram platform without paying um, those big bucks for advertising and, and advertising money. So definitely saves you time and money um, just by building your Instagram. Right. So what kind of challenges, like now that you're, you know, you're doing well, okay, you're traveling, you got the, you're, you're, you're killing it in the space. What kind of, now that you're playing at this high level, there's obviously new level of problems, right? Well, problems that, you know, not necessarily problems, but challenges. So what are you facing when you're, when you're, you know, dealing with these high end, these Russell Brunson's rock, uh, Gary V, like what kind of level of adversity and struggles have you gone, had to go through like in the last, you know, 12 months, 18 months? Yeah. You know, every day there's a new opportunity to learn and grow. And that's the way that I'm seeing it is like now that we've come to a pretty high level, like to go to the next level and 10 exit 
there's going to be more challenges because with more success comes more responsibility, right? And so I'm just, uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just learning from the best, the greats, you know, other people who have amazing media agencies and, you know, 10, 20, 30, hundred million dollar companies plus and up. And it's uh, pretty much just learning from them, asking them questions, which saves a ton of time for my learning curve. But I'd say the big thing now is just um, really, really just now that we've dominated the growth side of things, I'm trying to branch out to do other things, um, digital marketing related, right? And now because I have such a big network and I have all these other people that are geniuses at what they do, um, we're also training our team to become geniuses in those other areas so we can be a full-blown like agency. Um, so I think it's just really trying to uh, hire on the right people, um, train, train them, make sure that people are committed, that they're going to stay for the long haul. Um, and it's really working on the, the um, company culture and environment and making it an awesome place to work so that people will stay. So I think that, uh, yeah, that's the big thing is keeping top talent because some of these people is crazy, man. Like, dude, this is a sad thing. But my software engineer, one of them, he just passed away. He He died. Whoa. Like, a week ago and nobody knows and he was working at google top engineer fresh out of college 2400 on sats this kid was a genius but the most down-to-earth humble friendly guy ever and it's like man people come and go out of your life whether something tragic happens like that or my other product designers maybe at you know the internet instagram or whatsapp they <laughs> got hired by them so i think that's kind of been the challenge for me is just uh holding on to like crazy, 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 crazy next level talent. You know what I mean? Because then yeah. these giants like Facebook and Instagram taking them away, but we still have a pretty solid team, you know? Man, I'm so sorry to hear that. And it's so yeah. true. People, people come and go, you know, friends, family, coworkers. It's crazy. It's crazy how it happens, man. And you're, 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 you're forced to adapt. You're forced to sort of accept it and move on. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, it's going to happen to all of us. It's just you hope that it doesn't happen to certain people at certain times, right? I mean, there's never a good moment for that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I, can, I can't even imagine the kind of responsibility that you're starting to have with these sort of, yeah, like you're growing these amazing, finding these amazing people, but then you got the big guns trying to take them from you. It's like, you know, but eventually yeah. you're, gonna, you're at that level where you, you'll get where people just want to work for you, right? I mean, it all comes down to building relationships. Exactly, you know? exactly. It's, it's, human, it's a human being in us all, right? At the end of the day. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now we're getting, yeah, other uh, college kids, super high level, um, talented designers, like engineers, like talent from these top schools just reach out to us because – they heard us either on a podcast or they Googled us or a different thing. So it feels good, you know, that we're trying to build a le legacy company, legendary. Awesome, man. For all like the people involved in this marketing space, because there's a lot of listeners from that, that niche, where do you see the next few years as far as like, like where do you think in the next five years is going to be massive with with as far as social media and like what do you see to be something like do you think podcasts are super important 
you think like doing other things are super important? Like what can people today that are sort of new to this thing and listening and being like, okay, I can start maybe working on this and maybe building this, you know, what kind of tips do you have that you can see in the future to maybe to tap into now? For sure. I think podcasts are definitely going to grow like crazy. Just, you know, the, the world is just becoming, um, it, it, it's all about trying to become like we've become so disconnected that we're trying to find ways to become a connected again. So there's huge events that are all about unplugging, right? You don't take your laptop, you don't take your, um, you know, computer or cell phone gadgets, you leave it at home and you go on this five day retreat or this 10 day retreat and you learn about meditation and about business and about reconnecting with others, right. On a personal level. Right. So I think that, things like podcasts, things like, you know, live video streaming, like, you know, VR, like all that stuff is, is just crazy how fast the world is moving. But I just think that it's about mastering the, the mundane, the basics, right? So whether you can just create content on YouTube or you can put it out on a podcast or Instagram, wherever, like you just simply share your story, document what you do, what happens to you, you reflect on it and then you share it with the world. So, I mean, dude, like speaking is never gonna go away. Either is writing or like books, like it's gonna stay around because there's nothing that, again, feels like an amazing genuine speak when you hear that speaker talk in person or when you hold that book with your hand, right? Yeah. I think that. Yeah. For sure. The human that that's, it comes down to the human connecting the, just the basic things, being able to he, talk and be able to do all these things, the simple things, right? Cause if you, yeah. if you can't communicate and have a conversation and, and, and elevate somebody's emotional state in some way, connect with them, then I mean, yeah. you got to learn, you got to start there, right? It literally is about communication. You can't, you got to communicate in words or you got to communicate how you speak and, I've been really thinking about that lately as well. Like what kind of, what makes a good leader, you know, a good leader can, can, can influence a good leader can communicate whether it's in writing or whether it's in speaking and has to be in a way that's that, that lifts you emotionally. Right. And it's like, I really think, yeah, like the basic skills, even if we we get further down the rabbit hole of all this technology, it's going to come back to just being human again, like learning how to just have a conversation. And, and, and I feel like some people with the school system now with their, the kids in the computers all the time will lack, will lack that, that, that skill, you know, like as far as being able to have that normal relationship with somebody. So, um, it's definitely, yeah, the, the basics is, is so important. What now, what about, um, so are you going to somehow connect your dance like what you did with your dance and your in like your talent with that and maybe look at maybe creating some sort of program where or I don't know if you've ever thought of connecting all that back to your dance roots or oh yeah for sure like I have a academy that's live it's called six figure dancer academy so basically we teach other choreographers how to market scale brand um and, and teach dance clinics all around the world like I did so that's live. Uh, we have everybody in um, in that academy from Broadway dancers, like people that were on Broadway shows, to street dancers, to people who are just starting out. Um, and it's doing pretty well. 
and uh, I'm excited to just launch it and open it up to the world because uh, there's crazy talent out there, man. Um, as you know this, you know, being an athlete, the world is full of talent, undiscovered talent. And as I travel, travel to the world and go to these places, I meet all of these amazing people that are crazy skilled, better dancers than, than I am. And I'm just like, okay, well, how can I figure out a way to help you do more of what you love every single moment of the day? So that's what's going to make you happy and the world a better place by you living out your dream and passion. So that's the reason why I created it. And that's the reason why I want to just share what I know with the world. Like I'm not, there's too much out there for everyone, bro. And uh, I just want to share what I know and hopefully it helps someone. Yeah, man. No, I love it. I'm it's, I'm the same, same sort of journey, man. Like you gotta, you got to feel what's what's right in your heart, you know, your passion and just, you know, there's so many sleeping people out there that sleeping giants, you know, that if you just connect with them in some way or some, some, some way or other, like you could wake them up and they can kind of wake to their, their potential. And I love that there's so many people kind of do wanting to do that now because what else is the, what's the point if you're not making a difference in people's lives? Like, what is the point? Like, what is the fulfillment? You know, it's, yeah. It's like, it, it, I, I think about, I've thought about that for so long, being in bars and bartending and, you know, I loved and one aspect of it, but I didn't love what direction it was going. So yeah, man, you definitely nailed it there. What's now I don't want to ask you, but I want to ask you about your travels. I'm not going to ask you your favorite place, but like, I, I really want to know like the places that you've been, like what stands out as like a really cool, unique spot that you were sort of, that you went to that you didn't expect, like you were kind of blown away some sort of unique experience, man. Like, I'd love to hear about that. I think it was in uh, Vietnam where I was just, um, I was couch surfing at the time. <laughs> so uh, I was, if you guys don't know what that is, it basically it's kind of like the Airbnb, a free version of Airbnb where you can just connect with other people around the world and crash on their couch. So I ended up doing that in, in Hanoi, Vietnam. <clears throat> and then, uh, just so I could meet local people and stuff. And uh, my host was a school teacher at this elementary school. And it was around Christmas time. It's like three years ago from now. Uh, and basically she took me to, to her uh, classroom and there's like 80 kids, right? And so she introduced me, she had me perform. I did a show for the kids. I dressed up as Santa Claus and it was fun, man. And uh, taught the kids some moves and it was just really memorable moment for me just because being tackled by all these five and six year olds and to see their smiles on their faces and it's just their energy and the loud and crazy <laughs> seeing them just be loud and crazy kids. Um, that was, that was awesome to me, man. Just that's what I love to do. Giving hope to, to kids and making people smile and helping them. Yeah. Enjoy life a little bit more. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So I just want to make sure that I don't miss this part. I always want to like make sure everybody knows where to find you, man. Tell us where to find you, all the different spots you're at, and you know how can they connect with you. Yeah, I mean, you guys can, um, you know, I'd love to hear your story and connect with each one of you. Like, um, you know, if you want to find me on Facebook and type in my name, Zach Benson, or I'm the guy in the yellow shirt doing a breakdance freeze. Um, or if you want to email me, benson.zach at gmail.com. Um, if you're interested in our growth services, go to my site, assistogram.us. But again, I'd love to hear your story and connect with 
uh, and, and yeah, just see how we can collaborate or just, um, I'm always trying to figure out new ways to make new friends all around the world. So um, definitely let's connect. Awesome. Yeah. And anybody listening, um, Zach had a huge impact in my life, how he pretty much, I sat down with him with a conversation about one thing and it kind of led to this, this building of like, he, he definitely inspired me to start this podcast and there was just so many things that he helped kind of with my vision and my story. And, um, anybody that's looking to really see the big picture in their life and their journey and they want to, you know, exercise different avenues. Zach's a guy that can help you out and he's just super powerful and he's always got time. So, you know, make sure that, you know, if you want to take your game to the next level, you connect with them. So man, really appreciate it. Like could talk all day about some of this stuff, man. Like you got so many, so many cool things going on. I just want to ask one question that I ask everybody in every episode for it being university of adversity. You know, what is one thing that you can suggest to people to use to overcome their adversity, to go on to achieve their greatness that they deserve. Look at the person in the mirror and, and see what you've become, the good, the bad, the ugly. Reflect on, on your past, learn from it, and learn from your mistakes. You know, I don't try to make the same mistakes more than a few times, right? Because if you do, you, end, you go in this endless cycle where you're hurting people you're hurting your business, you're hurting your relationships, you're hurting your life. And that's why I'm like, look at the monster that you've become and change because it starts with you. Own up to it, take responsibility, get help, get therapy, surround yourself with the other, you know, movers, shakers in the world, people who are crushing it and killing it in life. Ask them for advice, ask them for coaching, read books and take your life to the next level because it starts with you. Yeah, awesome, man. Own your life, I, I love that. Look yourself in the mirror understand own it all and then stop making the same mistakes twice three times as we all do it but you gotta you're so it's so true you just gotta nail it on the head and move on make you know new choices so bro it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much i really appreciate you coming on and and taking the time to share your story with us dude i love you bro thanks for having me on love you too man appreciate you talk soon man cheers all right Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got some value from that. Without you guys, this is impossible. So I really, really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the episode and got value from it, go ahead and rate it, review it, hit that subscribe button. We want to get this to as many people as possible. We want this thing to grow. So go ahead, rate, review, subscribe. And I can't wait for the next episode. Thank you so much. You just finished another class at the University of Adversity. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tune in again next time for more life lessons with Lance ECOs.